you're listening to the Honor Yoga Now weekly podcast, bringing you knowledge, awareness, and inspiration, taking yoga off the mat and into your daily life. I'm your host, Amy Taza. Thanks for listening. This episode is being sponsored by Rumi Earth. Rumi Earth is a natural-based, sustainable yoga brand that has embraced the circle of natural life by focusing on the biodegradability of their yoga products. The best way of ensuring biodegradability of their products is by keeping them as close to their natural form as possible. Natural natural materials are consciously sourced from plants, trees, and from and from the earth as their primary ingredients. They have curated four different types of natural yoga mats, in addition to meditation mats, blocks, bolsters, yoga straps, sustainable insulated water bottles, and plenty of carriers to choose from. Please check them out online at roomyearth.com and use NE20 to receive 20% off your next order. Today, our podcast is about self-care. And I have the pleasure of sitting with Chrissy Kohut. Chrissy is an elementary teacher, an elementary school teacher, and you're also a yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. Chrissy, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having oh, me. Yay! So, Chrissy, self-care. Tell me how you got involved in self-care and why is it so important to you? Well, about... 10 years ago, I really started researching self-care and uh, cultivating a self-care practice because I saw how the elderly people in my family Mm -hmm. were starting to age and and they were getting diseases and uh, the mental health issues around some of the family members. And I really wanted to make sure that I was living the healthiest and the happiest lifestyle that I possibly could. And so I wanted to find what would suit best for me to take care of myself. Yeah. And we live in a society in a world where it's, you know, treat everything with medications and yeah. and, you know, here's a pill and it's going to fix it and I didn't want to go down that avenue. Yeah. So I really started diving into um especially after I started really getting into my yoga practice and through meditation into what self-care really was. And I didn't realize that self-care was something that is a daily practice. Right. And you 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 have a current honor yoga um uh, self-care workshop coming up. I do. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's very exciting. Yes. I, I think I'm going to be, be at that. So when I think of self-care, right, I think of uh, getting my nails done twice a month mm-hmm. or um, squeezing time in to take uh, a yoga class with my favorite yogi mm-hmm. or um, even just like doing something nice for myself, you know, right. like even maybe just buying a nice shirt, you know, just like treating myself. But through our conversation, you've really kind of opened my eyes to like, mm-hmm what self-care truly is you know it's not just like buying yourself something new or you know like getting a facial once a month or um you know you really like you really opened my eyes to that I was like oh wow so so all those things are wonderful Mm -hmm. and they are things that you should definitely do for yourself um you know the girls weekends or just taking a spa day for yourself but uh, self-care is a daily ritual it should be something that should be maintained every single day hmm really mm-hmm. yeah Ew. so how do we how, how do we squeeze that all in you know today our everybody's life is so busy yes. running here working a second mm-hmm. job kids pets how do you sustain well you have to start by building rituals and 
a lot of people will jump into self-care and say, oh, well, I'm going to eat healthier and then I'm going to exercise and I'm going to meditate and I'm going to journal. I'm going to do it all at once. And you can't, to be able to sustain and maintain a self-care routine, you have to start little by little. So maybe what your thing is right now is I really want to journal. I really want to express myself, get all those emotions out. Uh, I would just recommend starting every morning writing in your journal, maybe free writing, maybe writing out your vision of what you want your life to be. Maybe it would be um, just writing affirmations, mm -hmm. I am's, mm -hmm. just starting mm -hmm. little. Mm -hmm. And then maybe going into a meditation um, after you've done the journaling. And I would recommend that you do it for 21 days. You know, okay. uh, most research says that for you to be able to create a, a habit, and that's what you're creating, a habit, it takes 21 days to, to sustain that, that habit. And then after you've done the journaling, you've got that going, maybe you want to do the meditation and yeah. you add in, and you don't jump into a full-fledged hour or 20 minutes of sitting and meditating. <laughs> right, right. You know, you start off little. <laughs> okay, let's sit for maybe five minutes. You know, and, and, and if you need a guided meditation, there's tons of stuff on YouTube. We have the Honor Yoga Now. There's yeah. a lot of wonderful meditations there. And you just build upon that. You mean it doesn't happen overnight? It does not happen overnight. <laughs> I personally have been... I want to see results now. Yeah. No, I know. And, and, and you do. But you'd be surprised that these little tiny things that you do, build, building it up over time how it will ju it just changes your life and it suddenly change your, changes your life it's just like you know those crash diets mm -hmm. you don't want to just i'm going to starve myself and i'm going to lose all the weight and then the minute you eat an oreo it, it all comes back right you want right, you want right. to build a right. practice you want to so that you can maintain it and it's not going to happen overnight i've been doing this i truly i started 10 years ago but the last i would say three to four years is when my practice really came forth Really? Yeah, and it's when I started, I did a practical magic uh, course with Cassandra Bodzak. She's a world-renowned uh, holistic wellness and meditation teacher. Mm -hmm. And through that practice, we were learning ways of how to take care of ourselves through food mood journals and clearing your space. And she said, she, she gave us this one question. If you could go back in time and tell yourself something, your younger self, what would you tell yourself? Oh God, and I—that—that's a loaded question. It it's is a loaded, loaded question. question. I tell myself like fourteen different. Yeah, there would be a million things, right. and so I couldn't answer it right away because my head was spinning. And then I sat with it and I meditated on it, and I all I kept hearing over and over again was, "You didn't take time for yourself. You just didn't take time." So I was a young mom. Mm -hmm. You know, my husband worked. I was a stay-at-home mom. Uh, I was taking care of my nieces a lot of mm -hmm. times, um, and I just never put myself. First, yeah, and that 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 I see that a lot, and I do mm -hmm. the same thing. You know, like I'm ready to jump when somebody says I need you, but as soon as like it's like, exactly. oh well, maybe I should do something for myself. I'm like, mm. Yes, and that's crucial. Uh, that? How do I not do that? Yeah, it's Chrissy, crucial. <laughs> it's crucial to your self care routine because you have to remember that. So there's that phrase like self care isn't isn't selfish; it's necessary, and it is. Because if you're a selfish person, you're not taking care of your responsibilities at all. You're only taking care of yourself. But if you're, do, if you're a self-care person and you're doing your self-care routine, you're taking care of your responsibilities, but you're also taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. You're making yourself just as much of an importance in your life as you are your family, your friends, your, your dog. Yeah. I mean, everybody has responsibilities. Even if it's just a plant, you have right, a responsibility. Right. So you have to make yourself a responsibility during the day and create and cultivate a practice. Now, for me, I like to 
cultivate my practice and I've learned to do it throughout the day. Mm -hmm. But I also like to make sure that I take at least 30 minutes and if I can, an hour a day for myself doing something that I love, whether it's reading, and it doesn't have to be the same thing. Mm -hmm. So our self-care routines might be different in the different seasons of our life. So for right now, school just started, everything's crazy. Mm-hmm. My self-care routine is different than my self-care routine during the, the summer. Because you had more time. Because I had more time. I was yeah. more, you know, I, I had the space and the time and, and you know, I let, would let myself wander in my mind and I would journal for like, sometimes I would journal for like 40 minutes and didn't realize 40 minutes went by. Right. Now, you know, I'm lucky if I can journal for four minutes in the morning sometimes, <laughs> right. you know. <laughs> so that's another thing is your self-care routine is going to evolve as you evolve and you have to make sure that that your self-care routine um, works for whatever's happening in your life. And I think I I mentioned this to you too, if if your self-care routine, and we'll talk about the dimensions in a little bit, the physical dimension, you know, if it's something that gives you angst, like you really don't like it, don't do it. Like if if you want for physical and you you don't want to run because you don't like running, then don't run. Right. Find something else that it has to bring you joy. Like Marie Kondo, does it spark joy? It has to spark joy in your life. <laughs> yes, yes. I hate running. Yeah. You're bringing, <laughs> the whole point of a self-care routine is to be healthy and happy, to be emotionally happy um, and to to live a lifestyle that's that's making you feel light, that's making you feel happy to be here mm-hmm. and, and that people want to be around you and they're happy to be around you. Right. And the only way to do that really is if you're taking care of yourself. Bucket yeah. dippers and bucket fillers. Yes. <laughs> I wrote that down because I wanted to so make sure that we talked about bucket filler and bucket dipper, but yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when I was reading the, um, uh, the description of, of your self-care mm-hmm. workshop, before I even talked to you, it says five dimensions of self-care. And I was reading, I was like, oh, okay, this is a good question to ask. I'm going to ask Chrissy about this. So Chrissy, take it away. Tell me the five dimensions or, or uh, the self-care and, and all mm-hmm. about them. Yes. So I there, was Yeah. <laughs> so there's physical, there's spiritual, there's emotional, there is intellectual, and there's social. So physical is three parts. It's okay. uh, your body and how you treat it in, in means of like exercising and moving. You mm-hmm. should be moving 30 minutes a day in some sort of exercise, whether it's running, whether it's uh, walking. Walking's an exercise. Yeah. Uh, yoga. Mm-hmm. Just some way of moving your body. And you should really put in 10,000 steps a day if you can. So if you have you know an Apple Watch or a Fitbit, yeah. it's easy to follow that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you should just move your body at some point. Use the steps more if you can. Um, stand up from your desk as often as you possibly can if yeah. you're sitting down. And then there is sleep. Most people don't get enough sleep. So these sleep days. is part of physical. Well, sleep I mean, is part. Sleep is part of physical. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sleep is part of physical because if you're not getting the right amount of sleep, your body is fatigued. Yeah. Right? Same thing with um, eating. That's another one of physical. What do you put in your body? Are you eating healthy food? Are you drinking enough water? You should be drinking what, however, whatever your weight is. So just if you're 100 pounds, you should be drinking 50 um, whatever ounces mm-hmm. <laughs> of water a day. You should be drinking half of your, your weight in water every single day. Okay. Water is amazing. People don't realize, like, if you have a headache, drink a glass of water. Yeah. If you feel fatigued, drink a glass of water. You're most likely dehydrated 
or um, you need to flush something, a toxin out of your mm-hmm. body. And people, I know it's just water, but it, it really is Yes, and isn't medicinal. our body is made up of, yes. I, I don't know the percentage, but a lot of water. It is. I don't remember. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's like 80% or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, when you're bloated, drink water. You, you know, you think right. you're retaining water. I don't want to add more water. But right. no, 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 you have to drink that water. Exactly. You know, yeah. Just to get everything yes. out of your system. Just to get you know, it out. like your face and your complexion. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that's part of the physical and, and the things to do. So like I said, fitness, you would uh, take a yoga class, go to honor yoga, take a class, go to honor <laughs> yoga now, uh, run or walk. Uh, for sleep, you would want to either nap or just sit down and relax. That was a huge thing for me. I never sat down. I would constantly, even as a kid, getting yelled at by my parents, just sit down, just sit down, <laughs> relax, because I'm a hyper person. Yeah, and me it, too. And, you know, and... I had three kids at a young age, so I was constantly running around. My dad would be like, just sit down. Yeah. And I, I, it wasn't until um, I was diagnosed with a blood disorder and had to sit down oh. that I learned I learned the art of sitting down. And it actually, it, it's it's a wonderful thing. Really? Yeah. So, and you don't push yourself. And, and you could also do things like for sleep, diffuse uh, lavender oil just, mm-hmm. just to relax. So yeah. Those are some things. Yes. Yeah. You know what, too? The, um, what are they called? Um, uh. Oh, the sound machine. Yes, yes. Um, With the ocean. Yes. We were on vacation and my nephew had one. And I think it was hooked up right to his iPad. Or, like, you know, the Mm -hmm. iPad was like at the the bottom of the bed. Mm -hmm. and Or something like that. And and it was just like that that quiet noise type thing. And you, there's all kinds of apps that you can use. And even, um, I use the Calm app for meditation a mm-hmm. lot. And they do have that, the, the like the white noise in the background yeah. so that, you know, you can sit and relax. Um, and as far as food, like you really should be eating more vegetables and fruits. Like I said, water, try to eat less meat if you can. Um, and try to avoid sugar as much as possible. Yeah, sugar, that, that's a whole other podcast. Oh, yeah, that's a whole <laughs> <laughs> I'll come to that one. Okay, yes, <laughs> We can please. talk all about the Oh, sugar. my gosh, really? Okay, next one. <laughs> yeah. um, so intellectual. So you really, really, really want to be learning all the time. You want to constantly be engaging your brain, thinking about things, and, and, and engaging in new, new life experiences. You learn. The more you learn, the more you have to give to the world. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. the more that I... Th- I feel like self-care has been a gift to me. Everything that I've learned, I feel like every time I talk to somebody and about self-care or one of the dimensions or anything has to do with self-care, I literally feel like I'm, I can feel it in my heart like I'm passing over something. It's your passion. To it is. It is. Because... It's your baby. It, it is. There's, there's so much negativity and so much drama and stuff going on in the world that really I honestly believe that if we self-care every single day we would be able to live and walk around in a much calmer peaceful society yeah I really do the anger would go down anger would go down would mm-hmm. go down definitely no more negative Nellies we don't need yeah. that <laughs> <Negative> <laughs> yeah and intellectually I mean all you need to do is read a book listen to a podcast yeah you know learn something new every day um, and then socially, you always need support. You need support of family and friends. You should constantly have yourself surrounded by somebody. You, sh- you should have a lifeline, something that you talk to every single day. And, you know, yes, your spouse should be something 
along that lines, but really should always have that extra somebody to somebody be able to, to just, bounce things off. Exactly. Of, yes. You know, that that one you need that one person in your life that when you're having a bad moment and everybody wants to run to you when you're having a bad moment. Oh, I feel so bad for you. What yeah. can I do? But when you're happy and something glorious happens in your life, that's when the ego comes out in other people yeah. and yeah. you know the jealousy <laughs> and look at her, look at what she did, look at what he did. Why doesn't that happen to me? And that but when you find and I have two friends that I know that I can call and say, hey, listen, I'm doing this podcast today. You know, I'm really excited about it. I'm so honored that they invited me. And they're like, that'd be that. That's great. I'm yeah. so happy. They, they're my cheerleaders. Yes. You know? yes. And you need that. You need that social um, interaction. Interaction. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yes. Social interaction. And and the way you can interact every day, write people letters. What happened to letters? Oh, my God. What happened to writing people? I, I do this thing called happy mail. Where I'll <laughs> mail people things. Sometimes I'll mail them a card. Are you serious? I dead oh serious. God, I am dead that's, serious. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll just uh, if I'm in a store and I see some even something little like a little notepad. If I have a friend yeah. that likes dogs and has a, a certain dog on, it, I just pay, and I mail it to them because that. I mean, what do you get in the mail now? Yeah. Wait, mail it's and, now called snail mail. <laughs> snail I didn't mail. know what yeah. somebody had mentioned snail mail. I was like, what's snail mail? <laughs> they were like the mail. The mail. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't even. I mean. With online banking, you don't even really get bills as much you know, as just junk I know, mail. know. I know. Everything goes through email. Yeah. And, and you're right. Like, my sister was having a party for her son. And uh, she sent, I don't know if she did, like, a Facebook e- invitation or, um, I don't know, she just, like, texted me mm-hmm. or... And I said to her, I said, Tony, mail me an invitation. Yeah. You know why I want an invitation? Because I wanted to put on my refrigerator. Yes. So I remember. Exactly. I, you know, it's like, yes, I'm on my phone a lot, but I'm not going to remember right. the date, the time. Like, you know, yeah, and mail me an invitation. I don't care. I'll pay for the stamp. Just mail the invitation. Yeah. <laughs> and our phones carry so much information. It's so easy to get lost. But it's so much fun when you walk out to the mailbox and you pull out a letter or a card. And, yes. You know, a little gift in a packet. I mean, it. It, I know it brightens my day, so I can only imagine it's going to brighten somebody else's day. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know. That's so cool. You know, we should bring that back. Yeah, we should. Let's bring that like, back. Like, like, like happy mail, or, or like remember the chain letters? Yes. Well, it won't be nothing like that. No. It'll be happy mail. Yeah. Oh my god, that's nice. That's funny. Yeah, and that's another part of, and we'll talk about it later again. But um, the bucket filling, that yes. that definitely is a bucket filling um, thing. So and spiritual. And I really want to emphasize this. It's not about religion. Mm-hmm. So spirituality is about what matters to you. What are your morals? What are your values? What's important to you? And maybe it is religion and that's your gig and that's great. Mm-hmm. Maybe you believe in God. Maybe you just believe in a higher power. Maybe mm-hmm. you believe in spirit. Maybe you don't believe in anything at all and that's okay. Maybe you just believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. That's that's awesome. Yeah. But you're, you should have a spiritual practice and in, in that it's, living by your values, living by your morals, mm-hmm. and reflecting it towards yourself. And a great way to do that is through gratitude, Yeah, a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the morning when you wake up or before you go to bed, you write five things that you're grateful for. I'm grateful this morning that I woke up and that I'm grateful I'm going to see so-and-so today, or I'm grateful that I have a job that I love, or I'm grateful that maybe my job is hard, but I still have a job, Yeah, you know? Um, or at night, whatever happened that night, you could write five things. Um, your meditation. And a lot of people have astigmatism with meditation because they feel like it's like either a woo-woo thing or it's a religious thing. But you know, we both know meditation is about bringing yourself down, 
calming yourself. It's not stopping your brain because you technically can't stop your brain because your brain is designed to constantly think, mm -hmm. but just bring it down. And then there's that saying, um, when you when you pray, you're you're asking God or whatever it is mm -hmm. that you pray to, but when you meditate, you're receiving because you're getting the answers. When you're praying, you're asking for something. Okay. When you're meditating, you're there to receive. You're there to listen. You're yeah. going to get your answers more through a meditation because you've shut it down mm -hmm. and you're letting everything come to you. But when I you're praying, you're that. yeah, I you're praying. You're that. most people pray. To, and I'm not just talking of religious prayer. I'm just yeah. prayer in general. They pray for something to happen. Mm -hmm. Please give me strength. Please give me courage. Please get me through this moment. Yeah. Whereas in meditation, you just sit and just, again, just let it, let it all go. And whatever it is that you need to do to get that strength, it's going to come to you. You're going to hear that voice that sound, whatever it is, and you're going to learn what it is that you're going to need to do. And that's one of the core things about self-care is that you learn a foundation on yourself. You understand yourself enough to know what it is that you have to do that when you're about to have that emotional breakdown, mm -hmm. when you're about to fall on the floor, those dark nights of the soul kind mm -hmm. of moments, mm -hmm. you're going to know what do I need to pick myself back up? What do I need to get up on my feet? What do I need to get out that door? Like Mel Robbins, I was telling you, I follow yeah. Mel Robbins. She says she has that five-second rule. Countdown, yeah. five, four, three, two, one. I'm up, I'm going. You know, you'll learn those, those type of things that you need to do to get yourself through those moments. And we all have those moments. Yeah. Life, just because you have a self-care routine does not mean your life is going to be hunky-dory all the time. Right, right. It's, it's, it's not, not us. That's yeah. not life. Life is about change. It's about, it's about tragedy. It's about trauma along with all the wonderful things that come, the love, the gratitude, the happiness, the special moments. But we always, always gravitate to that negative. Yes, and why? Always. Because our brains are trained that, we've trained our brains that way. I personally believe media is a huge factor in it yeah. because, I mean, how many times do we always say, I want to show that it's just nothing but good news. Show me the kids that won the awards. Show me the people that are breaking through science and bringing us all these innovative things. Show me the good stuff instead of showing me who got shot and who got beat yeah. up. And that's, that's, they, journalists think that that's what's going to sell. I don't want to watch that anymore. I don't want to see that. So in part of my self-care routine, I don't. Watch Pay attention news. to it. I don't, I don't watch the news either anymore. The only time it's on in my house, my husband might put it on so we could watch the weather. Yeah. Other than that, I I don't even if it's turned on and it's in the back, I don't pay attention because it makes me upset. I yeah. don't want to be upset. Yes. I, you know, I just started not. I mean, I I stopped reading the newspaper a long time yeah. ago, um, but lately, like in the morning. I'll put the TV on, and it's usually like the local news, and mm -hmm. then you know I, I you know listen to Good Morning America, or whatever, until I have to go to work. And lately, I stopped. I, I stopped. I, I shut the TV, and I'll put something on on my phone, mm -hmm. whether it's a podcast or uh, like a, something on YouTube, right. and I'll listen to that while I'm getting ready because mm -hmm. you're right. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, and that's... It's like a... It, it's a downer. It brings yeah. you down. And again, it scares me. It, it scares yes. me. It makes... It makes you not want to go out of yes. your house. It makes your heart chakra just shrink yes. in. 
because you get so upset and you're like, I don't want to feel upset. And my husband, <laughs> you'll laugh at this one. So my <laughs> husband would put the news on at night to watch the weather. I'm like, we would get into bed and he would turn it on. I'm like, I, I can't do this. One day check I said to him, I'm like, check the weather please, please, can we watch Friends every night before we get in bed? <laughs> I need something happy and funny. I don't want to watch Yes. I don't want to see all those things. You know, yes. and now that we have the phone, I'm like, you can look at your phone. Yeah, the phone's going to tell you the, the weather. weather it's more accurate than, yes. you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> the television. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Chrissy, let's, uh, so, when we were talking, and, you know, I know you're, you're a pre, you're not a preschool, you're an elementary school mm-hmm. teacher. So, um, your day, I'm sure, is filled with all kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? So, tell me about uh, what we talked about, um, which I love, these three things. Um, what is it? A morning meeting. Oh, yes. Is that what yes. it's called? The yes. morning, morning meeting. meeting. So, yeah. in, our, in our district, we come in in the morning. They unpack and everything, and then we do the announcements, and then we have a greeting, and then we share, and then we have an activity and a morning message. And in my, my morning meeting activity, we always do a mindful minute of breathing and we do a little yoga flow. Now these are what, first graders? Yes, first graders. I, I think that is so amazing. Yeah. Because you are teaching them like holistic techniques mm-hmm. at, how old are you in first grade? Six, seven? Six and seven. Yes. Yeah. And that's something that will probably never leave them. No. No. Funny you say that. Um, the first time I ever meditated was when I was in middle school in my French class. Don't ask me anything about French. <laughs> I learned that in French class, I learned that French fries were not from France. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I learned that um, how to meditate. And we would scan our bodies every day. She'd have a sit on her desk and we would scan with a white light through our body and just release all the tension out through our toes. And that was a gift that I've carried my entire life. I scan every single night. I've made it into a a habit, a ritual. When I get into bed every single night, I scan my body. When I'm in um, traumatic situations, like if I'm sitting in the hospital, which I've been in the hospital lately a lot with my Mm -hmm. mother, um, I'll scan, like when I feel that it's up in my shoulders or in my jaw, I start scanning my body to try to release. So I wanted to give that gift back to my students. And I taught uh, kindergarten for five years and Mm -hmm. I, I even did it with my kindergartners. So we do a mindful moment where we sit and we breathe and we just sit quietly and then we just go into our flow. And of course I modify it for them, you know, down dog, they're barking and cow, (laughs) they're, you know, they're mooing and it's a lot of fun. But I've used it, um, I, I, I taught it because I've noticed there are so many kids with anxiety. You would be shocked at the five and six year olds that have anxiety. Really? And it's not... It's just innate in them. Mm-hmm. It's just something in them. And then, of course, um, I also have special needs children, mm-hmm. children with IEPs, 504s in my classroom. So they don't, a lot of them don't have the capacity to self-regulate themselves. Okay. So I use the wonderful gift of breathing yeah. with them to teach them. And I had one little girl who was a perfectionist, and she, during writing, she had to finish. And as many times I would say, no, honey, tomorrow, we, we always get to finish tomorrow. We're, we're not done today. We get to finish tomorrow. Yeah. She had to finish it. And she was freaking out one day and crying, and, you know, this is not coming out her nose. And she's just, like, blubbering. And I said, you take a minute. You sit here and relax. We're going to go over to the table. Writing's done. And when you're finished, you can come to the carpet when you're ready. So I sat on the on the carpet in the circle and I'm looking over my shoulder I'm looking over my shoulder and she's crying crying and then I see her just drop her hands to her knees 
and she starts breathing through her nose. And she was a, you know, she's, she really should be on TV because she's very <laughs> animated and she's breathing through her nose and blowing out her mouth. And she did it about six rounds and she finally calmed herself down. She said, Ms. Cohen, I think I'm ready to come back. Aww. And I caught her many times during the school year doing that because she would get, she would constantly get upset over little things. So, and how does that make you feel that you, you know, like you instilled that into her? Yeah. My hope is that she carries that through her life. Yeah. My hope is that she remembers and she carries it. And I really do believe that mindfulness should be in all schools and teaching them how to breathe. It's, it would change children's lives dramatically. All these kids that are having all these issues and the stresses. I mean, just daily stress. I mean, think just about when you were a kid. Nowadays. Yes. I mean, just the first day of school, you know, the panic and um, who's going to be my friend and this one's not talking to me and, yeah. you know, I forgot my lunchbox at home. Just those kind of, just getting through the daily things. And yeah. I had a little boy who the mom literally had to drag him out from under his bed. Not that he was afraid of anything at school. It's just who he is. Yeah. He just had high anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we worked through the breathing and Little by little, every day, you know, he would come into school, and I could tell he was getting a little bit, it was, he was easing in more. And I guess, like, around week two, I said to mom, you know, he seems like he's not crying anymore when he comes to school. She's like, no, what is this breathing thing you're doing? <laughs> and I said, oh, you know, mind, mindful moments with Mrs. Cohen. We breathe, yeah. you know, for a moment. And uh, just, like, when we get upset, and she's like, well, whatever it is, you have to keep doing it. She, he was teaching his autistic brother how to breathe how as to well breathe. when he would get upset. Oh. Yeah, and I've had that other times, too, where students would go home, and they would either teach yoga poses to yeah. their siblings, or they would teach, you know, um, I had one little boy, his, his brothers were very, like, they were rough and tough boys, and, you know, they would get angry, and he would just say, you got to breathe through your nose and blow it out your mouth. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You know, it's fantastic that you are putting these words in their head. Mm-hmm. Breathing, yoga, at such a young age. Mm-hmm. Because if, 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 if these students didn't have you as a teacher, they may never know. No. And as they get older, they'll remember that. Mm-hmm. Right? I think kids, their brain's like a sponge. Yes. Is that true? Yes. And, and they, they, it's like they retain and... Yes. Everything else. I, I, yeah, yeah. I no, you're, no you're right. When the younger they are, the more susceptible they are to remembering and and maintaining and retaining information. Mm-hmm. So even like when you're teaching, I have an ESL cert. So my, you you want to teach a language at as young of an age as you possibly can, mm-hmm. because at a certain age their brain stops being able to retain. Because at I I want to don't quote me on it, but I think it's like around fourteen, you're. Um, there's a chemical on the brain or whatever it is. And plus also now you've got so many rules and contradictions that your brain's going to start, you know, going back and forth on. So when you're very little and they are that sponge and they don't have as much information going yeah. on, it's easier for them to maintain and retain the, the information and to catch on to things. Yeah. Because there's not as much going on. Because you know, as you get older and... Uh, I, was, I don't know what I thought. The older I got, I thought life was going to be easier. It is It is not. Oh, my gosh. You no. know? <laughs> and now I understand why people in their 40s and their 50s weren't remembering things. Yeah, you know? There's yes. just too much to remember, and especially in this day and age. Yeah. Too much in this day and age. 
to going on with our phones and our television yeah. and our computers and you know this meeting and that meeting and just trying to get it and fit it all into 24 hours and you don't really have 24 hours because you have to sleep yes <laughs> and and yes like nowadays like technology is so advanced you know, with like, uh, I put a reminder on this mm-hmm. or a list for this. And so it's like your brain sometimes doesn't even have to work. Right. You know, like I don't even rely on my brain anymore. God, it's like yes. I make sure it's like on my phone or I have something with me yes. that I remember. Mm-hmm. And then I'll stress out like if I didn't put it in my phone and you don't remember. Right. But yes, nowadays technology is so advanced that you just don't yeah, need. That's a whole other podcast too. We could do a podcast on, on technology. Kids with, on technology <laughs> and social and emotional issues on students and, and children and, and why there's so many more because they're not using their hands. Oh, don't even get you me started. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Um, so I'm so interested. I'm so happy that we did this podcast. I want to know more. Like, check your notes. I, <laughs> is there anything we could talk about? Anything else? Uh, let's see. So we talked about why we should self-care. We talked about the dimensions. Let's talk about rituals. Okay. So building your rituals, like I said, start slow. Start with one thing and then eventually build. So I brought the list of what I do. Okay. And it, and it sounds overwhelming. You need physical, you need emotional, you need this. It's not. It's little things throughout the day. And it, like I said, if your self-care routine needs to shift, you need to change it, change it. If it's making you not feel good inside, then it's not working. That I have to do this and yes. I have to do no, this if, I have to if, do this. Yes, if it feels like a credential for the day, like it's got to be done, no. You're doing it wrong. It has to be something that you enjoy. And if you wake up one morning and you're like, mm, I don't feel like meditating today, okay. Just make sure you go back to the next day or the day after. Yeah. You know, because after three days, then you then that's when our habits start to break off. Shockingly, it's like 21 days to set the routine. It only takes a few right. days for you to lose the routine. <laughs> so for me in the morning, I always drink a glass of water with lemon. Before anything. The, before anything, when I wake up. And I eat a healthy breakfast. That's my physical. That's part of my physical. Um, I'll meditate, and right now I'm really into um, the Calm app. Um, that's my jam, so uh, <laughs> I've been doing that. It's 10 minutes. It's only 10 minutes. And then I'll journal. Depends on what's going on in my life and how I feel. Sometimes I just free write, and I just write pages and pages. Sometimes it's just affirmations. I am grateful. I am blessed. I am healthy. I am fit, whatever it is that I'm feeling that day. Sometimes I like to do the the bullet journaling where, you know, I draw things and I make it all fancy. Yeah. Whatever is in that season, that, that yeah, time. whatever's in your season, whatever whatever feels good for you. There is, that's the thing too, like being a teacher, like you think everything's got to be in order and I had such a hard time, like I thought my handwriting had to be perfect in my journal. No, just write. Whatever's coming out, just write. It's, done. it's yours. It's yeah. just like when you take your practice to the yoga mat, mm-hmm. it's your practice. Right. It's your self-care routine. Nobody can tell you how to do it. Nobody can tell you that you're doing it wrong because you're building it to fit you. And my self-care routine is going to be totally different than your self-care. Yeah. If you like something that I'm doing and you incorporate it, great. But don't feel because this is what I'm doing that this is what you should be doing. Okay. And again, as you evolve through your self-care routine, you're going to know what it is that you need in your life. I can't be around negative people. I can't be around what was me people. So I have to distance myself. Yeah. There's people that I just stopped talking to and hanging around. And mm-hmm. I, I know that sounds terrible, but it was not good for me. Yeah. It was not good for me. 
So you have to protect your energy. You have to protect your energy. You have to because you get sucked into that vortex. Yes. And it's so much easier to get sucked into the negativity than it is to get sucked into positivity. Yes. Don't understand why, but it really is. I know. Yes. Yeah, so, and I have two friends that I talk to on a daily basis, whether it's through text or phone call, just two friends. And they're my two friends that I can be like, hey, I'm on the podcast. And they're going to like clap and cheer yeah. for me and be happy for Subscribe. me. Subscribe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, my intellectual, I listen to podcasts or self-care or um, spiritual in, or inspirational books every single day on my way to work mostly. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift CD came out, so i kind of been listening to that a little bit more. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I've been, you know, I've yes. been, I and usually... And it puts a smile on your face. It sure. does. It makes me happy. Yes. Um, and I diffuse essential oils all the time. So that helps with my emotional and physical as well. I put, yes. I put essential oils on my feet every morning one to protect me from um germs and the other to it's like a um just to protect my feet from like it's like an anti-fungus tea mm -hmm. tree oh, so okay, you yes. know to help with that um and then i always have lavender in my bedroom i have diffusers in my classroom right now the kids oh. are getting sick so i have peppermint oil diffusing or i'll put it in a water bottle and i'll just spray it around the room so that you know everybody's yes, breathing better yes yeah and then at night I have a yoga practice. Mm -hmm. Some nights I'm just in child's pose on the floor because I'm dead exhausted. Yes, but right? at least you're on the mat. Right, but I'm doing what's serving my body at that moment, right? Yeah. So this the last two weeks, my yoga practice has been kind of the child's pose yeah. because I've been getting back in the swing of school. Next month, I'll be able to start getting back into my, my flow routine. I take vitamins and supplements every single night that suit my body because mm -hmm. I have the ITP and I and my, I have an, uh, a compromised immune system because of Epstein-Barr. So oh, okay. I take a lot of vitamins and supplements. I write in my gratitude journal five things that I'm grateful for every single night. That's my emotional and, and spiritual. And every night I spend time with my family as much as I can. Mainly my husband because my kids are a little bit older, but I try <laughs> to get that in. That's social. Um, I drink a glass of water when I take my uh, vitamins and supplements. Again, that's physical. Yeah. And the and diffusing the lavender in my bedroom. So all that's a lot of things in my self care. And does it sound like it took me a whole lot of time to do those? Not really. Not really. Not each time. Yeah. I mean, maybe your maybe your physical practice probably takes the most. Yeah. Because you know, thirty minutes of moving your body around the ten thousand steps or whatever. Again, cater it to what you can do. Yeah. Don't make it that you feel like you have to do it. Right, and if like you didn't do it, you're going to job. Yes. You don't wanna you don't wanna make yourself feel bad about not doing it. So though you know, those are my my rituals for right now. Yeah. For right now. And they and, can change. And they throughout. can and they can change. Yes. And they can change. So um, like I mentioned last week, my I was doing my meditation and my journaling at night mm -hmm. because it was the first full week of school. Yeah, and I getting up in the trying just trying to get up in the morning. It was one thing, but right. trying to get in, out the door, you know, to get to school on time was a whole other thing. So you know, do whatever works best for you. Yes, yes. Yeah. So. So in closing, let's do that. We didn't do bucket dippers. Oh, bucket we have to do bucket dippers. Yes. yes. And this fits with the <laughs> with the yamas and niyamas about just being a good person. Just okay. being a good person. So as in, and, and we have the Wouldn't quote, self-care self is giving the world the best of you instead of what is left of you by Katie Reed. And 
there's a practice that I, I do in my classroom with my students and we talk about being bucket fillers and bucket dippers. <laughs> so you want your bucket to be full. And the way to have your bucket full is being kind, being loving. Not just to everybody else. You want to fill that bucket for yourself. Kind and loving. So this overflowing. And your then bucket you, is always full. So your bucket your personal is, bucket. You want your bucket to always be full. Because if you're taking your bucket out and always giving to everybody else and you're not giving to yourself, what's going to happen to your bucket? It's going to be empty. It's going to be empty. And how are you going to give somebody something if you're empty? That's what yes. self-care is. Filling that bucket up. Constantly filling yourself back up. Just taking those moments during the day to take care of yourself so you can help take care and make other people happy. There's nothing that's going to make you happier than making somebody else happy. Yeah. And, and, and not doing it intentionally either. Right. Just doing it out of the loving kindness of your heart. Making somebody else happy makes you the happiest. So you want to be a bucket filler you don't want to be a bucket dipper though when your bucket is empty and you're pulling out of other people's so you're taking buckets. from other people you don't want to take from other people that's a bucket dipper you want to be a bucket filler we were constantly filling everybody's bucket here amy have some of my bucket you know <laughs> just and then you would give back and imagine that's what the world would be a yes. bunch of bucket fillers i mean yes did you make that up or <laughs> no i did not i'd like to take credit there's a book and I actually learned it from our guidance counselor. Yeah. She brought a book in and did a lesson on the bucket. But it fits in with the yamas and the yamas. Just do good. Yes. Just do good. Just have a kind heart. Kind heart for everybody and a kind heart for yourself. Yes. So you can keep your bucket full so mm -hmm. that if somebody needs something, you could give to them. Exactly. Without depleting your bucket. Exactly. I love that. Bucket yeah. dipper, bucket filler. <laughs> to be a hashtag. Be a bucket filler. <laughs> So we talked about the um, the sixth grade meditation. Mm -hmm. So would you like to maybe do a quick a sure. little um, light meditation? Sure. Like you would do in your class? Mm -hmm. and, okay, so I'm just going to so sit. So she's going to sit. What do I do? Sit. Sit up straight. Okay. And close your eyes. Okay. Just take a moment. Relax. And imagine that you have a, a white light over your head. It's a big, bright white light. And that white light's going to touch the crown of your head, and you're going to feel the warmth. And that light is going to drip down your forehead, down the back of your skull, down your cheeks, down your jaw. Just let it sit there for a minute. If you have any tension in your jaw, just let that white light melt it away. And now the white light is going to drip down your neck, over your shoulders, warming your shoulders, relaxing your shoulders. If you have tension in your shoulders, just let that light melt in through all those little knots, tense spots. Now allow that white light to drip down your back, over your chest. Just slowly moving its way down into your lower back, into your abdomen. Maybe your lower back is tight. Let that white light just caress those spots in your back, warming it, relaxing it. 
Now let the white light just drip down over your hips, into your thighs, releasing your thighs. If you're feeling tension, let the warmth release it. And over your knees, as the white light drips down over your shins, around your ankles, down your heels, over the top of your foot. And now let that light just release out your toes and let it all go. Just sit, feeling the warmth all over your body. Notice the difference from when the light was on your crown to when the light came out of your toes. And when you're ready, blink your eyes open. and come back to the room. How do you feel? I feel really good. I don't <laughs> want to move my hands. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it took me a second to kind of like figure out the light. Mm -hmm. But like, I think once I got like past the chin and maybe mm -hmm. to the shoulders, then that I just means, was following your voice. Yeah, that means most of your tension and the stress and everything going on is all up here. It's in your crown yeah, chakra. Makes sense. Which sure makes, yeah, makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah my so, mind's always going. Yeah, so, you know, my teacher would say, wherever that light gets stuck, that's where you're holding your tension. So that's why I try to pause by the jaw and the shoulders and the lower back and the hips and the thighs because that's where we really kind of squeeze and, you know, hold all the tension. So that's why I kind of stopped a little bit more in those spots. Yeah. Um, but if you were having trouble getting through, that's that's probably where you need to relax a little bit more. Yeah. Relax my brain. I need yeah. to meditate more. <laughs> Chrissy, thank you so much well, for you. joining me. And I, I really this appreciate it. This so informative. It. And it was just it's great. It's just a great podcast. Oh, thank you. Uh, so be looking out for Chrissy's um, self-care workshop. You can go to honoryoga.com and that will link you to the different studios or you can just check with your local honor and um, they'll be able to tell you when it's running. Um, and we'll also put links to the, um, we'll put links in the show notes for um, everything that we talked about today. And also I want to get, uh, I'm going to say, I don't know if we can, but I want to see if we can get a link to your, um, like, like a, what is it, your, what do they call the Instagram? The handle to my yes, Instagram? the handle sure. to your Instagram. Mm -hmm. If anybody has any, like, questions for Chrissy, you know, you're on Facebook, you're on um, Instagram, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, so, you know, reach out to us and, and mm -hmm. tell us what you think, Definitely. and, um, you know, we, we love feedback. Um, so, thanks for joining us, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, where you will be up on everything Honor Yoga, Trends in Yoga, and much more. I'm your host, Amy Taza. Have a good night.